They were late. Yep. Late and childless. Two strikes. Yep. Carl, I'm ready to do the show. Are you ready to do the show? We got a big one today, baby. It uh, is game points. I got the butterflies in my belly. It's a big one. Warning. Listening to the creep off might leave you triggered. This episode may contain murder, rape, laughing at murder and rape, ableism, Lenny Dykstra, serial keaters, smile talking, fat shaming, child abuse, drug abuse, pizza abuse, victim blaming, and the state of Florida. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. I've left you teetering on the brink of complete annihilation. I'm not beaten yet. I still have armies in the Ukraine. <laughs> the Ukraine. You know what the Ukraine is? It's a sitting duck. A road apple, Newman. The Ukraine is weak. It's feeble. I think it's time to put the herd on the Ukraine. I come from Ukraine. You're not saying Ukraine weak. Yeah, well, we're playing a game here, pal. Ukraine is game to you, but when I take your little Boris from Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. I'm your host. My name is Vinny, and I want to welcome all of you to the show, and I need to introduce my co-host. You all know him, and you love to hate him. It's hot Carla. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? Wow, it's a long time no see, buddy. Good to be back in the studio with you. My, uh, I want to give a quick update. I know everyone's concerned about my internet at home. It was fixed this morning by a technician. Apparently, when they installed it originally, they did a shit job, but uh, now I have high-speed internet at home yet again, so that's very exciting. I'm I'm doing it. I'm doing that. Pal, I think we're tied. Well, and I don't know if we've announced that yet, have we? I know, but I think we are. <laughs> I really think we are. Well, I went into the week of Subi because last week- Yeah, you brought Joe Biden. And that's how it works around that here. That is how it works around here, apparently. Did- does Joe Biden have anything to do with the Ukraine that maybe I could bring him again this week? Yes. A lot, actually. Oh. A lot. God damn it. I should have thought of that, yeah, too. Yeah, you should have. You uh, might have. I don't know what you're going to bring. Maybe maybe it is Joe Biden. But yeah, we're doing the creepiest Ukrainian this week. But first, we have to look at the scoreboard from last week and see who won. Because people are going to thecreepoff.com and they're voting for who they think brings the biggest creep each week. And right now, I'm in the lead 4-3, to three, but I think that's going to change. <laughs> Let's talk to Jess and find out. I think that's about out. to change. Jessica. Jessica, bring, me some, bring me some good news, Jess. Come on. Come on, Jess. All right. You guys have to have like a drum roll sound effect for this. The winner of last week is Vinny. Thank you. Wow, I did it right on time. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. I love it. I love it. Congratulations, Vinny. You've changed the scores now four to four, which means whoever wins this week will win the round, and the other person will have to spin the wheel of consequences. I know. I'm so excited. Very exciting. Congratulations. <laughs> you brought a ringer. 
You made it happen. It's not a rigor. And honestly, dude, I did not remember this. I had no intention of bringing in Joe Biden. I had another person picked. Uh huh. And then I Googled creepy lifeguard and I saw creepy Joe talking about being a lifeguard. Fucking Fox News. And I just me like, again. <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> I had to, I ran with it. I ran with it and it worked for me. That's all I You're still say. fucking happy about it. Look at how happy you are about this. I I'll be honest. I missed last week's episode because I was on vacation. And then I look at the results and I see Vinny and Joe Biden. I'm like, oh, that makes, that yep. makes sense. Yep. I never had a chance. But thank you for the cousin Ruse who did vote for me because I actually followed the rules of the game and brought an actual lifeguard. Well, Joe but, Biden was an actual lifeguard. We don't know that. <laughs> just because he said so, he said a lot of things. Hey, hey they <laughs> named the place after him. They don't just name the place after somebody. For no reason, right? Correct. They name places after people who are politicians who give them money. I know. Oh. You don't know how this works? Well, you I think he was like the greatest lifeguard of all time? They're like, we got to erect a statue for this guy's lifeguard. Hey, hey, hoof and mouth. I don't think he's the greatest. I think he's the creepiest. Excelsior, true believers. You are so naive, my friend. Speaking of naive, Jessica, we have any uh, comments or anything that you want to read from our subreddit? Yeah, we have exactly two okay. from last week's okay. episode. <laughs> Great. Uh, Pike number seven said, I like to think Delaware Law's ears perked up after Miss Piggy squealed. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then your old pal DP20 said, this won't be the first time people were tricked into voting for Joe Biden. I denounce it. Mm. <laughs> Very well said. Very and that's well all said. the comments from last week. <laughs> I, I agree with all of that. And uh, I also want to say to people who are voting for Vinny. Stop it. Oh, guys. <laughs> Guys, I'm just so thrilled and honored that you would vote for me. And to make this game extra, extra special, it's always best when we go to tied 4-4. It is. We it's both try to bring it. it these are always the fun episode. rounds, correct. So, you guys, you earned it. Let's uh, let's get it on. Thank you, Jess. Uh, follow Jess on social media at Jess Daydreaming, and we will see you soon. Hi, Tony. <laughs> Tony's Hi, Tony. In the chat. <laughs> I saw no. him there. Hold on. I'm blocking him. Out of here, Tony. Okay. Later, Jess. Bye, Jess. <laughs> Just kidding. Tony is uh, looking for an invite to watch Thunder in Paradise with oh, us. Oh, sweet. Yeah, let's do that for sure. Okay. Sounds okay. good. So we got producer Chris and Tony then? I don't know. For this Wednesday? I haven't decided if whom I'm inviting yet. I also got a note from a friend of ours that said we should have Doug from Who's Right on this show. And I said, yeah, he'd be fantastic on here. I just, you know, he works for a living, so I wasn't sure if... Mondays at 1 Eastern would work for him, but I'll reach out to him and see. All right. It'd be great. If Doug's in, then uh, I would love to have him on. That dude's hysterical. Yeah, he's great. And um, I think he would know how to bring a creep or two. Hey, let's um, let's hit some Super Chats. It is Super Chat Monday, one of my favorite holidays of the year, as you know. Yep. I talk about it all the time. We do have a competition to get into, but first, Sean with two bucks. Whooper Chat Monday. Whoop. We're gonna go whoop today, baby. Yeah, I brought, I got out my whoop, and then, and then they whooped me with the whoop, and so I whooped them back with another whoop. That, uh, that guy was fantastic. Jay Main is uh, the reference here. CMOS forty forty four. Hi, Vinny and Carl. Uh, thank you. Congrats on your fixed internet, Carl. Get Zion Audio Engineer the back on the intro. I agree. I went looking for the file. That's it's on this computer back here that is not hooked up. I got to hook it up, and I got to pull it off. I look for it today. You mispronounced that word, oh. by the way. What, what is it? It's Sean. That's how you spell Sean? It's, that's one of the ways you spell Sean, the audio engineer, yes. Oh, great. I, I'm working on it. It'll probably be back <laughs> for next week. Sorry, guys. Didn't get it done this week. No worries. He just wanted to fuck with you. Uncle Sammy Poo with five bucks. 
The ghost of the beloved Chatter says hi. Also, hi, buddy. Hi, buddy. Hi, buddy. Look at there's a buddy rabbits. Oh, can we take class outside today? How <laughs> nice would that be? I love all the uh, references to who are these podcasts from this week. I don't know if I care for that. Bill, well, you were on there. Bill Loney, mini Winnie $2. All right, Bill. That's enough, buddy. Uh, don't forget, you can watch The Creep after. I have no idea where. They keep telling me different things. I thought they had their own channel. All right. Uh, I think it's Dayla's channel, but I'm not 100% sure. Bill, clarify it. I'll make sure we post it for everybody. Many Muskets. My boy, Delaware, wins again. All right, Manny. So, true story. You know Manny Muskets, uh, Carl. For those of you who don't know, Manny Muskets is the guy who, at our Philadelphia show with Dick for WATP, came out and sang, Akuna Matata means no N-words. Well, he's also, I think, probably best known in these parts for this little ditty. I'm Manny Muskets. Just wanted to welcome you to the WATP family real quick. Hit me up anytime. He was the first to hit on Hannah Riding the review wave. girl. I hope that worked out well for him. Uh, Manny asked me to tell one of the board teachers hello for him. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Which I did, Manny, nice. just so you know, pal. That's funny. Dela says, Biden isn't a lifeguard. Vinny Shuley, Carl. Yes, he- I got Shuley'd again. You're this right. time it wasn't Shuley. You are <laughs> correct. <laughs> he is not a lifeguard now, but he was in the 60s. How else could he have gotten into that altercation with Corn Pop, Carl? That How else could that, that have happened? That never happened, and you know it. Thank you, Dela. Thanks for having my back, buddy. I love Dela. Dela, you lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> Philodia and Dela have quite the rivalry going. Maybe they should start spinning wheels. Oh, my God. I would love it. <laughs> they should have to spin a wheel when I when either one of us spins a wheel. Yes, that's a good idea. All right. That All could right. be the creep after thing. Oh, so next week, one of them has to spin they a wheel. They also have consequences to do. I don't think they would do it. I know. I hate people who don't do their consequences. That's the worst for people who don't do their consequences. Boy, July is moving right You want to talk along. about this real quick? Yeah, why not? Okay. We're here. All right, let's talk about this. So it's not going to happen. I'm not going to make it. I really wanted to get to Chicago in July to watch the Cubs, but between my schedule and everything we have going on, I don't have. There's no one else who could even go with me, um, so it's just not going to happen. And I'll say this, and we've talked about this, Vinny. When you put on the wheel, drive to Gary or drive to Baltimore. I told you at that time. I go, that's, I'm not going to be able to do that. And that was during the pandemic when there was nothing else to do. There were lockdowns. I think that's why you put on the wheel because you were just like, we just sit in our houses all day anyway. We'll just fucking go for a trip. Now, 20 hours out of my life is just, I can't, I mean, it's, I told you at the time, it's ridiculous. And I don't know what you, what your life, I mean, even now, your lifestyle, you wouldn't be able to do that now. I mean, back then you were more I would have done it. I would do it. I'm going to say that right now, go on record as saying I would do it. You would drive to Gary, Indiana. Yes, for this show, 100%. Dude, then I don't know what to tell you, man. That's, that's not a good look. You know, better things to do with your fucking time. Dude, I absolutely have better things okay. to do with my fucking time. But what was the caveat that I put on there? For this show, yes, I would. Because yeah. the show does I'm happy mean to do something. any type of consequence, but I, I can't give up three days of my life for fucking some nonsense for a couple of videos we put on the internet. It's retarded. It's retarded, Vinny. So here's what I'm going to say. If I win this week, if I win, and you're spinning the wheel next week, I will let you pick my consequence as a make good for not getting to Gary, Indiana. Oh, no, you all will make good if you're just telling me you're straight up not doing it right now. You have you all will make good anyway. Hold on. Hold on. You, let, me, let me explain my idea here, my, my proposal. I love that you're mad at me. I told you from day one, get that fucking thing off the board. It's stupid as shit. Drive to Gary, Indiana, 10 hours away from here, maybe 12, I don't even know. 
I don't think you can say that I'm mad at you. I don't think that's fair. No, because you're, you're already going, oh, oh f- fuck you, Carl. All right, listen. No, I, I'm just thinking about how I can I fuck you over closer to home. I'm not I, mad at you. I'm trying to, my wheels are turning on how I can make this really painful for you. I know it. I know exactly what's going on. If I win next week, you get to choose my consequences and make good. If I lose, I will spin the wheel twice. So you do not get a choice. And I could actually pass the consequence to you because that is one out of the eight. So that's the deal, guys. If you want Vinny to choose my demise, vote for me this week. I'm not going to pick your demise. I'm the people's champion. I'm going to let the people pick. All right. Or that, or do that. That's fine, too. Yeah. Figure out something that would make Carl's life really miserable at his own house, everybody. We could put a poll. Or just in this general vicinity. Fuck, I'll go to Walmart again. I just <laughs> can't go to fucking Gary, Indiana. You really were so upset that you had to go So ridiculous. It's just so. And I don't, I don't want to let people down. That's not my goal here. I, this is a real contest. We really okay. do our consequences. How does this sound for an afternoon? How does this sound for an afternoon? Okay. Okay. Here's a proposal. See, see, don't even uh, go ahead and say it. I got an idea. Go ahead and say it. But I think what we should do then, if you're going to let the people choose, we'll put up a poll. But that's only if I I win this. I don't want to do it. I'm just throwing out an idea. All right, let's go. Just spitballing, Carl. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, you're throwing me a fucking curveball. Let me throw it back at you. All right. How does this sound for a fun afternoon for you? You have to drive to every Walmart within 50 miles. How is that? And you just have to spend a day going to Walmarts. Okay. Every Walmart. You have to visit, take pictures All right, inside. Well, we'll leave it up to the do listeners. Do at least the, the last. The a little more creative than you are, Vinny. We'll figure something out. Oh, no. We'll figure out what you have to do in the we'll Walmarts. We'll figure it but out. But I'm just saying, like, I think that uh, a tour of all the upstate New York Rust Belt Walmarts. Once you've seen one, you've seen them all. So. Oh, no. That's not the issue. It's just the fact that, uh, boy, would that suck. It wouldn't be fun. No. I wouldn't enjoy it. I wouldn't okay. enjoy it as much as I enjoyed going to church. That's for sure. You went to church and Stuttering John came back. Maybe you should do that more often. All right. I love it. Sounds good. Hallelujah. How about this for a consequence? I co-host a show with Stuttering John Melendez on my channel. How about that? Is that a pretty good consequence? Yeah, and then give all the super chats to Vinny. That's your consequence. (laughs) Wow. You know what? Uh, Bill Lodi says go to all the Dollar Generals in Elmira, <laughs> and that's kind of funny. That is pretty funny, actually. Uh, the Dollar General tour of upstate New York. Those Yikes. are like, you have to hit the one over there on uh, Driving Park and Dewey. <laughs> You'd have to hit a lot of those. That'd be fun. I don't know, Carl. Those Dollar Generals, fun, uh, fun fact, is the reason why Trucker Andy is no longer a trucker. <laughs> they are. It's not a nice place to be. Hmm. I don't know what to tell you other than I'm ready to play a game. All right, yeah, let's do it. we got a lot to get to today. Creepiest Ukrainian is the category, and you're going to start because you won. Let's go. All right, Carl. My creep today did a lot of heinous shit. He was organized. He was meticulous. And most importantly, he was a merciless narcissist who really thought he was the smartest guy in the room, who for over two and a half decades probably was. Not only was he a pedophile, not only was he a rapist, he was also a police detective. Oh, cool. That's a, quite the trifecta. For sure, yeah. It's a triple threat is what they say. Yeah, this gentleman was so talented at what he did that he was able to go on a 25-year spree, Carl. Okay. He is known as the Poligofsky maniac, ladies and gentlemen. My creep today is Sir High to Catch. Now, this guy, he served in the Soviet Army. He was a bodybuilder. He also served in the Afghan War. When he got out of the Army, 
He started working as a police officer. Isn't every person in, from the USSR a bodybuilder? You got nothing else to do. Right. For sake. At that time, there was nothing the fucking else to do. Right. So either way, he ends up becoming a cop in the Ukraine by 1982. Shortly after he arrived in the town that he was working, female children aged between 8 and 18 began vanishing in his precinct and district. I don't like when 8 to 18-year-old girls go missing. It's not a good thing. Not good. Well, here's what he was doing. He was going and using his badge to pull them aside. He would take them somewhere, and then he would very skillfully hold down their carotid arteries in their neck until they died. I see. Yeah. And then, depending on their age, he would rape them. Now, he would do that sometimes different ways, just depending on the age, like I said. So I think that with the older ones, he kept them alive while he was raping them because he thought that was more fun. The young kids cried too much, so he would kill them first, then he would rape them. So wait. You said that depending on their their age, he would rape them, but he'd rape all of them just no, depending on whether yeah, or not they're alive or not. Correct. Yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah, he was fine with like just fucking dead children. I see. Like the young ones. Okay. Okay. Now, after he was done, here's what made him a particularly dangerous individual. Apart from that particular peccadillo, the raping of dead children, he would clean the crime scene. He would remove the semen. He would erase footprints. He would also take his victim's clothing and jewelry to destroy fingerprint evidence. Smart. He also kept some jewelry and makeup as accessories as trophies. Now, to catch didn't dispose of the bodies. What he would do, Carl, is he would leave them near the highways to make it look like the killer came from another city. Mm, okay. And then he would also, because he was one of the cops investigated, he'd be like, goddamn truckers. Right. These fucking truckers are constantly raping and murdering our kids. This is getting out of control. Sounds believable. He would also leave, uh, he also particularly liked to leave his victims near railway lines that were treated with tar recently because he knew that that would make it difficult for the police dogs to catch his scent. Right. Now, records are spotty in some cases, but because he was the cop investigating some of his own murders, you know, <laughs> it makes it easy to get away with it. So what he would do is he would blame it on other people. Sometimes for fun, he would blame it on the relatives of the victim. One gentleman, his name was Vladimir Shlesky. I don't think that's right. His daughter, Olga, was murdered. She sounds hot. Yeah, Olga's dead. <laughs> and they arrested the dad, charged him, and the dude hung himself in his jail cell. Oh. There the old, were nine people convicted of murders that this guy fucking committed. The old uh, Epstein, huh? Yeah. One of the fun fact was in jail for three years after Tkach gets convicted later. They just left him in jail in Ukraine. Hopefully, this was the prosecutor that Biden had fired, Carl. Right. I hope it was this guy. I'm sure. Now, got to work Biden in. I, I see what your new strategy is. Yeah, I got to work it in wherever I can. Yep. Now, Smart. here's where this all ends, Carl. I'm not going to get into all the details, but he made a terrible mistake. He murdered the daughter of a friend of his. Okay. Not a good thing to do. He shows not up. Not a good friend. I'll tell you that. You know, a good friend would say, hey, listen, I'll, I'll watch your cats if you're away. Uh, if you need a plumber, I can recommend a plumber for you. That's what a good friend says. Yeah. They don't murder your daughter. I heard that after he murdered her, he called her a loser. What? <laughs> can you believe this guy? He's a real creep. Not even the mafia. All right, go ahead. Yeah. So he fucked up, and he murders uh, a friend of his daughter. Yeah, those and ain't real dudes. That's a real oopsie doopsie. Yeah, well. Sure is. It's a whoopsie daisy right there. He was expected to go to the funeral. So he shows up at the funeral. And a lot of this young child's classmates 
recognized him as the guy who walked away with her the day she was murdered and started whispering to their parents at the funeral and pointing at him. Yeah. He freaked the fuck out and ran home. He ghosted this funeral, disappeared. A couple hours later, the cops were contacted. People started putting it together. He gets arrested when the police showed up at his door. Now, this is a guy who at this point is like 60 and kind of retired. Mm -hmm. He's like, you fucking idiots. What took you so long? And he just starts berating all the cops. That's pretty that funny. It took him 25 years to catch him. That's pretty funny. And the rest of his time was just defiant. I did whatever the fuck I wanted to. You're all too fucking stupid to fucking catch me. I'm sitting here in front of you, you fucking idiots. I mean, holy shit. What a creep. All right. Now, you would think that this guy would be put to death pretty quick, right? Carl? I would think so, yeah. Yeah. He said he demanded the death penalty. Yep. But when the Soviet Union fell, they abolished it. Mm. So he gets life in jail after a year trial. Plus, when guys want it too bad, I don't want to give it to them, right? If they're like, yeah, all right, I'm 60 years old. I lived my best life. I had a blast. I'm ready to die now. They're like, no, nope. Yeah. We're to keep you just enough alive. Yeah, you would think that they would try to make this guy suffer, right, yep. Carl? I would you think You would think so. that they would turn the screws on this guy? Sure, that's what I would do. Wrong, Carl. Oh. Very wrong. Because during, uh, right after his trial, uh, a young lady named Elena Bukina, 23 years old, blonde, and kind of cute. Would you like to see a picture? Of course. Okay. I like a nice Russian girl. Here we go. Let's see if I can find her. I like the Ukrainian women. Well... Oh. Listen, if you're a 63-year-old pedophile serial killer and this girl is into you coming to the jail, yeah, you'd be pretty happy. I'd be pretty happy with this that. This is uh, their wedding day, Carl. Aw. Yeah, so he's 63 and she's 23. They got married after he was convicted. And hey, Vinny, what? I got a question for you about yeah. this girl. Yeah. Does she have any, like, I don't know, daddy issues by any chance? Fuck yeah. I okay. think so, yes, I think Carl. So too. I think she did. And she explained that uh, during the interview that the terrible crimes he committed didn't matter to her that much. It's the person that she knows I would now. Hope, I would hope not. Yeah. I hope she would be like, no, I find it all horrific, but he's just such a charmer and so good looking. The couple were allowed a three-day conjugal visit every two months, and the serial killer was even allowed to handle sharp knives and live in this little tiny house with her for like three days at a time. Oh, sweet. So they're just getting it on nonstop. I would imagine. I would imagine his dick is sore by the time he's going back into prison. Dude, and he's walking back in like, whatever. Yeah. He fucking... He, He's has the best life possible. You said, you said three days every how often? Two months. Dude, that's actually perfect for a relationship. It's not bad. It's not bad. I, I could see I could see working that out with a woman and being with her for 50 years. That's a pretty good amount of time to see someone. That's enough. Well, here's the sad part, Carl. Not only did he put a baby in her, she gave birth to the child, uh -huh. but he was never allowed to meet the baby. Okay, that's probably a good thing. Yeah, probably a good thing. He might have fucked it to death. Probably, Who knows? yep. I mean- just because he didn't murder the mother. Here's the other fun thing. During those conjugal visits, side note, every hour they had to go check out to make sure that he didn't kill her. Just so you know, that was a precaution that was part of this. Okay. I mean, I would just have somebody there the whole time if you're going to do it every hour. Because yeah. all you're going to do is be like, well, it happened recently, so we know that. So you know what was, I mean? Like, every hour is not going to help you. He was going to discover a dead body. <laughs> he was fucking a woman 40 years younger than him till the day he died. In November of 2018. So there's no one who's going to vote for you now. Well, he's the biggest creep in the world, man. Are you kidding me? This is everyone's dream right here. This guy's living the life. 
Dude, this guy's that's the Bob what makes Levy. him a creep, This guy's the Bob Levy of Ukrainians over here. Get the fuck out of here. How could you not root for this guy? You, are you saying that Bob Levy strangled girls and raped their no, bodies? No, I'm saying that he has a young, hot piece of ass. Well, he was convicted of, by the way, murdering uh, 37 children, Carl. Okay. I want to make sure we get the body count out there. Got it. And not only that, when he died, she didn't even come to get his body. Which I think is funny. They just she was just like whatever. She didn't return the phone calls to the jail. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I think so too. So that is my creep this week. Sir Hyde to catch thirty seven children, murdered, raped thirty seven of them, and he was a police officer. His days were spent pointing the finger at other people for the crimes he committed. That's a creep, kids. Vinny never knows when to stop. Hey, let's uh, check out. There's a couple super chats that came in during your presentation. All right. I want to hit those before I present my creep for you. There were some funny ones in here. Carl, just try fast, you bozo. Thank you, Nick H. There you go. Good point. That's probably a good idea. Dayla says, Vinny, did you get your cameo? I did not know I had a cameo. Where could I find that, Dayla? I did not know about it. Yeah, is it in your email or something? Sounds like Dayla's producing some content for the show. Well, I would love to find out what's going on. Uh, Turbo Neil Breen, $5. Carl should have to go to Walmart wearing the side for Die Hard 3. Yes, done. That's it. Explain this to me. I don't I don't get it. What's the sign for Die Hard 3? Oh, all I know is that there's a certain word in it oh, that would get you I see. immediately beaten senseless. All right. That's not Sir, sir uh, Breen, I don't know about that. That seems outrageous i think it, it's definitely outrageous but it is warranted in this particular scenario wow okay uh, how do you remove the semen asking for a friend the answer is with a straw de la oh god if you want to uh <laughs> that's right he also removed all the semen with the straw i should add that and does that make him a creep because he was felching if that helps a little bit yeah vote for your pal video at the creepoff.com carl felching a child. i'm gonna look for this thing but you could go ahead and start your presentation oh wait one more oh david, david chandler, chandler. Oh, hold on a second david chandler deserves uh one of these yay super chats oh wait i should have read it first god damn it what, what am i doing stuttery john you've been hanging out with him too long you forget to read these <laughs> seriously you know what i'll go ahead and take this one david chandler chandler God bless you. Thank you for the $99.99. Hi, Carl. Vinny. I vote for Vinny. Vinny, if you could have those cigars shipped to me in a climate control case, that would be great. Uh-huh. Vinny is the best. All right. I knew it. I knew it. You're buying votes over here. You're buying votes. He just paid votes. me, dude. He just paid <laughs> me. What are you talking about? Wow. All right. That's yeah, all just, the proof I need. I'll send you the tracking number, David. Thank you, David Chandler. You're the best, buddy. All right. So let me see what I have, if I have a, all right. an email here. Vinny. For my creepiest Ukrainian. You know what? Don't look for it now. Let's just do the show. Yeah. We can get it next time. No, I'm paying attention. Okay. For my creepiest Ukrainian, I brought a dictator who nationalized TV news and banned opposition parties. This person is responsible for over 50,000 deaths. And the worst part is that you and I have been forced to give him money. That's right. What? Vladimir Zelensky is my creepiest Ukrainian. I'm joking. Although that would probably win. (laughs) Now that I think about it. Damn it. What I was, was I sca- For just a second, I clenched. <laughs> I right. did a kegel just a second ago. All right. I brought the Butcher of Rostov, the Red Ripper, or the Rostov Ripper, Andre Chikatilo. I've already brought him. You did in episode 66. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I already brought Joe Biden. So I said, 
fuck you, Vinny. You're going to cheat? I'm going to cheat. I brought the actual creepiest Ukrainian. So you're double cheating in an episode. Wrong you're refusing again. to do a consequence. Wrong that again, my friend. Okay. You decided to bring Joe Biden last week, so oh, you started this. Oh, your logic? Yep. Okay. You created this precedent. Andrew Chickatello is not that creepy. Well, actually, he is. He's nice. He's all right. Guy. He definitely is. Nice. And I found a definitive documentary that I'm going to present to you that explains what this creep is actually up to. I'm going to present this much better than you did when you tried to do this over two years ago. Oh, you are? Yes, I am. Let's start off with my uh, my track number one. And this is going to talk about his beginnings and proving that he was born in Ukraine. Because I feel like that's an important part of this. Andrei Romanovich Chikatilo was born on October 16, 1936, into a family of peasants in the village of Yablochnoye in the Ukraine, in the midst of the worst famine the country had ever known. Millions of peasants died as the Soviet dictator Stalin forced them out of their family land holdings and into collective farms. So that's a bad start, Vinny. And then, because he was born in 36 and he was in Ukraine, he got to uh, witness the German Blitzkrieg. And then that was followed by another famine. So he had a tough go starting off uh, his life, all right? Now, because of this, he had some issues. And one of his issues was he was impotent. He had a hard time uh, getting a boner. I remember when I yes. did this. So what, he was a school teacher. And what he would do is he would fondle little girls' genitalia and then ejaculate on himself while he was doing it. That was the way he was getting off. Now... That didn't last very long, unfortunately. He had to up the ante. So if you want to play my uh, my second clip here, we'll talk about what he's done. Chikatilo, a former schoolteacher and devout communist, was accused of killing and mutilating 53 women and children over a period of 12 years. All right. So he killed 53 children and women... Most were between the ages of 8 and 25, the majority being teenagers and pre-teens. And this guy was a monster, Vinny. Mm -hmm. His trial did not go well for him. If you play my third track, you'll see that the people who came here were victimized. Sadist, accursed killer, the voices in the court are crying. Son of a bitch, scum. What have you done? Killer, vile creature. Hand him over to us. We'll make a court fit for him. What's that lady going to do? <laughs> the fuck out of here with crazy eyes? <laughs> you She's going to fucking take crazy eyes? Get out I, of here. I think that if they all ganged up on him together, they could probably get something done, would be my guess. So this is him explaining what he did, my, my fourth track here. Sure, sure. For six long months, Chikatilo described in detail how he picked up his victims at railway stations, bus stops, and on street corners, and lured them to their death in the woods. The case against him took prosecutors more than a year to build up. It filled more than 200 volumes. The evidence was often too much to bear for those who had lost their loved ones. Sometimes even his guards couldn't stand it. Jesus Christ. You're a Russian guard. You're like, this guy's a monster. I don't know. This, this sounds pretty brutal. These are all communists getting together and going, we don't like this guy. Yeah. 
That these are these are fans of Stalin who are like right. you've taken this too far. Yeah, this guy's a problem. Okay. All right. So <laughs> let's get into this. It starts with the first murder sure. in 1978. This is my next track that explains that. Mirzavoy Lane, number 26. Here on October the 22nd, 1978, Chikatilo carried out his first murder. Nine-year-old Lena Zakotnova. Chikatilo had met the girl at a nearby tram stop and persuaded her to come back with him to his house. After she walked through the front door, he turned off the light, forced her to the ground, and strangled her. Now, the fun thing about this guy is that he really wanted to be uh, a rapity raper, but he wasn't able to pull that part off, Yeah, that, unfortunately. That's frustrating. That is frustrating. That's got to be right. frustrating like, when you feel like you're really good at something. And it's just not working for you. Like, yeah. Like, I wanted to be a professional skateboarder when I was yeah. younger. I just, I didn't have it. I wasn't athletic enough. What, what this is, is like going to the store, buying the pads, getting the elbow pads, the yep. knee pads, the helmet. Oh, I get the best deck. The I best wheels, the trucks. Yep. And then you get there and it's time to go and you just fall flat on your face. I could understand why that would be frustrated. Yeah. You smash your face, your teeth get misaligned. Yeah. It's a whole thing. And now a kid is dead. <laughs> okay. And you still haven't came. So after this first murder, he mutilated the body, dropped it in a nearby river. Now the kicker is a different guy was arrested and sentenced to death. This is the Soviet Union. And my obviously. guy was the cop. I just want to point that out. My guy was the cop. Yes. And he he did a bad job. No, that's not that's not the case. The USSR is a very big area. That would be a, a wild coincidence. No, they actually convicted a different person of murdering this nine-year-old, and that person was sentenced to death. And what's crazy is that witnesses saw this guy with that girl. They could have convicted him after his first murder. None of this would have happened. So way to go, USSR. Good job. So long after killing his first victim, his sexual obsession was starting to take control of him. He would start to hang out with prostitutes and tramps at the train station every night. And he was a little bit oppressed growing up when it comes to sex. My uh, sixth track here, we'll get into that. We were brought up to believe that all sex was harmful, that we must only work in industry and build communism. All the rest was unnecessary. It was useless. And I was convinced that if it was unnecessary, it didn't matter if I couldn't get my thing to stand up. I wasn't sorry, but all this pressed down on my brain. I didn't want to go there, but the people kept coming, masses of them. You have to lie with beggars for the whole night at railway stations when you go on a business trip, because there are never any vacancies in the hotels. So the people went there, and so did I. I watched a couple of times, and then I became infected. It's just like drugs. All right, so you got all these whores, all these prostitutes hanging out. Yeah, this is all their fault. They're all fucking. He's like, oh, I think fucking is bad. I heard that we should only be doing communism. Communism equals... Or is Greater than or equal to fucking yeah. is what he was taught. Yeah, you can't charge for that. You have to share it with everyone. Right. So then he decided to grab a 17-year-old girl who, I don't know what she was thinking. She's like, all right, yeah, let's go. So they go down by the river from the train station. He tries to get it up and do it with her. He can't. He's very frustrated about it. So then he decides to kill her and throw her in the river. And that's when the killing spree began. Because after the first killing in 78, he didn't kill again until 81. He actually felt bad about it for a while. And then he got over it, and then he moved on. And my track number seven, this is how you get away with being a serial killer. I can't stress this enough. The unusual thing about Chikatilo's victims was their diversity. Some were young, innocent children. Others were tramps or cheap prostitutes. They were so different from one another that police were convinced they were dealing not with one, 
but with several killers. See, diversity, Vinny. How many times do I say on this show, diversity is our strength if you're a serial killer? You said, oh, okay. <laughs> Only if you're a serial killer. Yeah. Diversity works out very well for you. I don't remember that at the last meeting. I don't, <laughs> yeah, don't, look, don't look for, you know, don't leave patterns. Don't make it all the same kind of person. That is true. You know, once you have... That was Shaw Cross's uh, fuck up. Yeah. You should have killed a child or two. Yeah. Once they know you like to cut off the balls, the like you keep doing it. They're like, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. So you fast got balls forward. in your pockets. You got some splated to do, pal. Fast forward. Um, by 1984, he's gone on quite the uh, the spree. My track eight here. You got it. By the summer of 1984, Chikatilo had killed more than 30 women and children, 15 of them within that year alone. Although rumors were spreading, the official media kept silent. No indication was given that a serial killer was at large. It was typical of the way the Soviet media focused exclusively on good news in the days before Glasnost. Huh. So the communists focused on good news. I wonder if that's similar to, like, I don't know, the Biden administration and the news media, like, around here? I don't know. Like, it seems like the U.S. is also really focused on just good news and... Isn't every fucking administration in the White House just trying to push out the narrative that they want at all times? Yeah, did you watch um, CNN between 2017 and 2020? You know I didn't, not once. (laughs) (laughs) There's not a lot of good news being uh, reported on. Now it's all good news. Now all of a sudden it's amazing. We're... we're, have this proxy war against Russia and Ukraine. It's great. All of our money's going there. It's fan-fucking-tastic. Well, from what I've learned cocaine about in the, the White Ukraine House. Today. We don't know who this is. We don't care. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Moving on. It's great. Dude. There's always there's a cocaine room in the White House. I know. I've been there. All right. Now, my track number nine, in 1984, he is picked up for one of these murders. And now he leaves his semen on a lot of the victims. Uh-oh. So they have the semen, and they pick him up. And they decide to go ahead and do uh, some type of, not DNA, but just want to check to see if it's the same blood type. Okay. Here you go. Laboratory tests had identified traces of sperm found on the bodies of the victims as belonging to group AB. But Chikatilo's blood was a different group. According to Russian medical experts, all men had the same blood as sperm groups. No one, not even Chikatilo himself, could have known that he was a one-in-a-million exception. So it's crazy because his blood was A, but his sperm was AB. So that went off the hook right there. They're like, they should have checked his sperm, which I guess would be hard to do because he can't get it up. Sure. You know, unless they like put a nine-year-old in front of him, then maybe he could have uh, given them a sample. Now spread your asshole. So the the best part is he's married during all of this. Here's a towel, Andre. He's married during all this. He would come home bloody and cut up, and his wife still had no idea what was going on. His wife never knew this is what he was up to. He'd just be like, ah, oh, yeah, work was tough today. <laughs> he said he had to move barbed wire around <laughs> the warehouse. And that's why he was getting all cut up and stuff. It's like, yeah, let's let's make that asshole move the barbed wire. Makes sense. So weird. So anyway, how crazy is that? Because one in a million case that his blood type and sperm are different. He was let off the hook in 1984 and went on a crazy spree from 84 to 1990 and it just got crazier and crazier my this is my last track number 10 here as the years passed the killings were beginning to get more and more grisly some of the bodies bore dozens of wounds others were decapitated or had the genitals cut off 
like an addict, Chikatilo needed more and more suffering to obtain his perverted sexual satisfaction. When I spoke to Chikatilo, he said that by the end, the sex of the victim didn't matter anymore. So, in fact, between 88 and 90, 11 of the murders were boys. So it wasn't just girls and women. This is when it got serious for all of us. He's actually uh, getting off by murdering boys as well, cutting off their, their penises and their balls, as you had mentioned. Oof. In 1990, he done messed up. They found his 53rd victim in the woods, and they found out that he was at the station at the same time that she was at the station. They had records of that. So then they started researching. They, they realized, like, wow, every time we find one of these victims, this guy happens to be in town that day whether it's a business trip or he just moved around for different jobs. And they went, huh, well, there wasn't any specific patterns as far as the victims were concerned. Geography really bit this guy in the ass. They really were able to piece that together. That's the one thing they're good at doing over there is tracking where you were. Correct. They yeah. do like to keep records of that, yes. Yeah, during that time in particular. Big so. Brother is watching you, yes. Yeah, not a, it's like trying to commit a crime now back then in that in russia or uh, anywhere in the soviet union was difficult not really he murdered 53 people mutilated them left them all over the place yeah but then they caught. looked at the records and they were like yeah i got you for here i got, you here, I got 12... you here i got you here i got you here they finally did but yes he was on a uh, a 12 year stint that he had gone through and he was put to death in 92 chikatilo by far the creepiest ukrainian not named Zelensky. I rest my case. Vote for Carl at thecreepup.com. If you do, then you guys get to choose my consequence. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Should I mention that again, Vinny? If I win this week, you, the listeners, get to choose my make good for driving to Gary, Indiana, my consequence. If you vote for Vinny this week, ladies and gentlemen, Carl has to do what? Uh, I'll have to spin twice. Oh. So we could have two times the fun, everybody. Just like your buddy, two-ton Vinny over here. <laughs> Two times the fun. Come on. I see what you did. Thank you. Let's uh, let's do it. Hey, Carl, what uh, segment are we doing next, pal? Oh, I think we got to do a Who Are These Creepos. Am I right about that? I can't wait. Let's do oh, it. Oh, let's, let's definitely get right on that. Who are these Creepos? Today we're talking about Zav Girl, which is a YouTube channel, a true crime YouTuber Zav Girl. She's made the news lately. Yes. Let me read from said news for you. So it says, A true crime YouTuber has faced a backlash online and from the parents of the murdered Gannon Stotch after sharing his autopsy photos online. Zav Girl last week shared images of Gannon as part of a true crime video focused on his murder. The 11-year-old was killed by his stepmother in January of 2020. In May of this year, she was sentenced to life imprisonment without parole on two counts of murder. During the trial, prosecutors said she stabbed her stepson 18 times and shot him. Gannon died from a gunshot wound and skull fracture. Uh. While Zabgirl has a public YouTube account with over 89,000 subscribers, the clip has caused the the clip that has caused the controversy was available only to those who subscribe to her Patreon page. Smart. Smart business move right there. She might be in the running for creepiest podcast <laughs> with that move. This platform allows people to subscribe to individuals for a monthly fee. Okay, we know what that is. All right. If you don't, uh, just visit uh, patreon.com backslash the creep off to learn more. 
The YouTuber was able to access the autopsy photos after paying for them as part of the Freedom of Information request. So the father of this child condemned this and said he deemed these actions to be evil. He quotes, The word I used to describe it is evil. The world got enough information from the trial to have every discussion they want to have. Why do we need to have a freedom of information request and pay for this kind of information and then dishonor my son by putting his photos out like that? Patreon has since deleted the video, as well as Zobgirl's account. A Patreon spokesperson told Newsweek about the incident. We removed Zobgirl from Patreon for violations of our community guidelines for violent and graphic content. To create a safe environment for users, Patreon does not allow content glorifying or promoting violence of any kind. Now, Vinny, I don't know why you're rooting for censorship. I don't know why you're not on the side of free speech here. This is ridiculous. Okay. The, You know who the father should be mad at? His wife, the stepmom, who murdered his son. Why is he mad at the YouTuber? The YouTuber had nothing to do with any of this. And autopsy fo- photos are available. People right. can look at them. There was an autopsy done. All right. So here's what I want to put on the wheel for next week. I want to put up the childhood photos of your baby feet, of your hooves. Can we do I that? I have them, yeah. Can we put them on the uh, sure. Patreon? Of course. Can we put pictures of your childhood feet on the Patreon and you're yes. fine with it? Of course. All right, never mind. I stay corrected. <laughs> Wait, what, Free what speech, I bet. Dude, most people don't even know what club footed means, I, I, including you, I think. I have no problem with that at all. I purposely tried not to Google it. Yeah. This family Hold really on. does have to be fucking pissed, though. The dad, the dad complains, and this woman loses her Patreon over it. That's some bullshit right there. Okay. Because... Anyone who wants to see this kind of stuff, it's it's salacious. We know what true crime is. We know what people want to see. They want to see the graphic images. That's what they're in, in it for. And it's every true crime podcaster, aside from us because we're funny, is doing this for that type of attention. All right? So if you play my apology video here, I, I believe I sent you the link to it. Oh, I, I have it ready to go, okay. pal. That's it right there. So this is where I have a problem with Zav Girl because this idiot – Decides to go on an apology and apologize, but not apologize at the same time. This is my least favorite type of apology right here. Like, right. you got to commit to one thing or the other. Welcome to the All Apologies podcast segment on The Creep Up. I know, it's keep it coming up a lot lately. Hi, everyone. If you're listening to this, then you likely know about the last few days. I want to apologize to everyone I've hurt, but especially Cannon's family. I've been doing some major soul searching and reflecting. There are many trying to define my motivations. And while I'm not looking for forgiveness or trying to make excuses, I do hope to provide additional context that has not been made clear. I have followed the Letitia Stout case closely, and it was actually during the trial that I made the official records request. And it was in El Paso County, Colorado. I requested all the video, audio, and written records. I made no request for autopsy photos. I wanted all trial records, but my main interests were interviews with Letitia. The autopsy photos just happened to be in the files. I spent time reviewing what I received so I could provide more info from the trial. Right, I believe many of my images yes, were already shown during. Got it. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to back up just a second because this, this is where she kind of changes her tone a little bit. Okay. So she starts up by saying she needs to do some soul searching. She's going to go on to say she has to work on herself and, and figure this all out. But Vinny. They, they gave their, this information. Would, wouldn't you have used these images in your presentation if I you had done a FOIA request and gotten this? I wouldn't have wanted to look at them, but maybe 
Depends on, you know. Be hard not to, right? If we had a live show coming up, depending on what the score was on be, the board. Right. Be There's, hard not to. Okay. So you just heard her say she's really upset about the harm she's caused, even though she's not the one who murdered this kid. She's upset for the family, although she had nothing to do with the family's uh, predicament here. But listen to what she says now. Images were already shown during the televised trial, and I saw the photos on other public YouTube channels that live streamed the trial and shared the evidence. I didn't think any of the images were new. These photos were already public, although the video I put together with the coroner's voice was my own creation. I chose to put the video on Patreon because of the sensitive nature of the evidence. Putting the evidence behind a paywall meant added security. No. And I naively thought they Bull wouldn't be. Bullshit. You put it on Patreon because you knew you get people to subscribe to see this thing. You didn't do it because you're just like, look, it. I wanted to put it out there, but not for everyone. You know, I think that would hurt people's feelings. So just a you know, few people who want to give me money are allowed to see it. But did you hear what she said there? This is not how you apologize. You go, look, it, I'm not the first person to share these. I don't know why they're mad at me. I saw this all over the place. Everyone's doing this. Well, I, I have trouble arguing with any of this with her. Um, when it's framed as, hey, she put it behind there just for the cash. Yeah, that's obviously what's going on here. She's yeah. not fooling me. I've been, a, I've been uh, a podcaster for too long. Yeah. All right, keep it going. You made public. The video I created with a voice from the coroner wasn't meant to be shared outside of Patreon. And I chose not to put the photos on YouTube, a public forum, where the views would have allowed me to make more money. And the photos would be seen by more people. Oh, because the video was placed behind a paywall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rumors about I didn't the images want to make money not being blurred or being different than what was shown in trial started to surface. No photos shows genitalia. I have made no jokes about the photos. I don't even cuss on Wait, my channel. Time out. Well, time then out. your Patreon sucks if you're not making jokes. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say, she put those two things next to each other. I didn't show genitalia and I didn't make jokes, which I wouldn't have thought this when I first heard about uh, her doing this, but now I'm starting to think she was goofing out how small this kid's wiener was. That's the only thing you could conclude from that. She's like, look, I didn't even show the kid's dick, and I certainly wasn't making jokes yeah, we about the size. All, we could have all had a big laugh on that, and I didn't do it. <laughs> that's that's a weird thing to say. I could have dunked on this kid's little dick all day, and I didn't. <laughs> yeah. And you're all mad at me. That that was a weird part of his apology. Like, I didn't even <laughs> think for a second that's what you were doing, but now I do. Thank you for picking up on that. That blew right <laughs> past me. That's yeah. fucking hysterical. That's great. All right. <laughs> and I would never allow derogatory remarks about a victim. I realized my intentions were not communicated well. My channel style is sort of me hanging out with friends and speaking off the cuff, and I did not articulate my reasons or think my decision through. At this time, my Patreon website has been shut down. I am not sharing any of the photos or video anywhere, although you can see the photos published on other popular channels. <laughs> Nothing you see is from me, nor will ever be. Wow. To those who have Throwing supported me and followed my channel, and to the true crime community, I'm sorry I let you down. I cannot imagine the pain Gannon's family has down. gone through. Apology not accepted. My anger over what happened to Gannon is the reason I started following the case. I'm not this evil, heartless person like many are saying, but I'm also doing a lot of self-reflecting. Oh, and I'm looking into sensitivity training. Okay. I did not want to add to the family's loss with anything I said or shared about this case. And it will be a long time before I ever trust myself or my decisions again. To Gannon's family... I have no words that can make this better. No one should have to ever go through what you guys have been through. I am so very sorry for any pain that I have caused you. Okay. So which is it? Did she do nothing wrong and everyone else is doing this too? Or does she need sensitivity training and she needs to reflect 
and figure out how to be better in the future. Because I heard both of those things. The cop out there is, and I'm considering sensitivity trading. Yeah, I'm considering sensitivity trading. Right. Yeah, I'm going to do the work. I'll yeah. be back in a few weeks after having done the work, and yeah. everything will be good, right? I would have liked this if she was just like, uh, it's on other YouTube channels. Do your homework. Do your homework. Do your homework. <laughs> I love that guy. Jay Maine. So, yeah, Vinny, that is my uh, my creepo this week, Zav Girl. You got to stick by your guns. If you're going to do something, do it. You won't hear me on here apologizing. Did I say I'm sorry I didn't go to Gary, Indiana? No, I said that was a shitty, fucked up consequence that no person who's successful in life could possibly do. That's what I said. Wow, Carl. No apologies. I find those words to be very offensive. Okay, I'm I sorry. I would like you to apologize Vinny, I'm very sorry. Words. I shouldn't have said that. You're right. Thank when you, When we picked Carl. the consequences and we both Thank agreed, you. that's my fault. I, listen, I'm considering sensitivity training uh-huh, uh-huh. because I, the way I deal with fat people is wrong, and I know that, and I know <laughs> I say very hurtful things. <laughs> so I just want to apologize for saying those hurtful things, and I'm doing the work, and I'm going to be better in the future. I promise you. That's all I could have ever asked for, Carl. <laughs> Apology accepted. Yay. Oh, fuck you. All right, uh, Carl, you ready to do some voicemails? Let's do it. All right, they're brought to us by our friends in Syracuse. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the City of Syracuse. City of Syracuse is very excited to welcome the Lego event Brick Universe. We'll be getting most of our Legos from the event from the building foundations of our low-income residents. See you in Syracuse. You could have just said residence. Yeah, it was a little, little redundant. Yep. Yep. But, you know, that's Syracuse for you. Here's first one telling us how we suck. Hey, I just got finished uh, listening to the latest episode, and you guys covered that fat woman who, like, was defending her boyfriend getting arrested, and it was yeah. super hilarious because she was getting arrested, and she was really dumb. Yep. Uh, except I didn't really find that funny because I laughed all my laughs out six months ago when uh, a show called Gay Wave Radio covered that video with Royce Lopez, mm. your buddy. And it was a lot funnier when they did it because it, it's a video show and you can see how fat and stupid she is and, and all the stuff that was going on. Uh, so it's way better than the creep off doing it. Uh, that's all I want to say. You suck. Bye. All right. Well, first off, my apologies for copying Day Wave. I did not see that. I love Royce. But secondly, this is a video show, sir. Check out our YouTube channel. You can watch all these episodes. We do them live 1 p.m. on Mondays. And if you can't make it for the live show, they're up uh, forever after that. Folks, all you have to do is visit thecreepoff.com. And right at the top of the page is the video of every episode. There you go. That too. I forgot. We added the videos to our website, too. There you go. They're right there for you. Anyway, my apologies to Royce. I love Royce. Yeah. No, no, No need and no intent to borrow a bit. We just you like how I, I apologize twice since I said I'd never apologize out here. You want to hear an actual apology, Carl? By, by the way, I'm sorry that I'm doing that. I'm sorry that I keep apologizing. Would it's you, fucked up. The name of this episode is going to be All Apologies. Perfect. The All Apologies the Podcast. The All Apologies Podcast. It's going to be the name of this episode. Yes, let's optimize for that. So if anyone's ever searching for it, they find the creep off. Love dud it. Dud. Love okay. It. Uh, here's an actual apology from a listener, Carl. Listen, this is how it's really done. Vinny, I have to apologize. I think I left a voicemail in the past where I was, you know, making fun of your size. Yeah. And I'm watching, I think, the latest WATP, and you're on there. And, like, this first time, like, I'd never actually seen you before. I just heard your voice, and, you know, you kind of come across <laughs> as, well, everybody makes fun of you for 
Yeah, you know, you know what they make fun of you for. Oh, I'm like, aware. You're not even. I'm watching you. You're you're standing up in the where Carl is sitting on his fat, nerdy ass. You're sure. standing up, moving around like. And today is America. You're not even a fat guy. Like <laughs> barely, you're like husky. I I feel so bad for ever calling you fat and making fun of you. I mean, your voice, it's, it sounds like you're fat. You come across in the podcast. I don't know if you could do, like, some neck exercise. I lose some, some like, vocal fat. Is that a thing? Maybe? I guess. I just want to say I'm sorry. Forgiven. All right, he's not Vito Giswaldi, but still, guys, we can all say that Vinny's quite overweight. Come on. I'll fucking play you. <laughs> I mean, comparing him to all other Americans. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. You got me there. Is I that why you were you black dude, today, Vinny, because you knew you were going to play that? Carl? That voicemail? Carl? Yeah. I played it out of order. I was going to play that one next. I, was, I switched him just to get it in there. But I will say this. I took the InfiniFat test, and I, I have to completely point it. this out all the time. You aced it. I know. <laughs> I am mid-fat, folks. Mid-fat. I am mid-fat. Okay? I'm fat. Yes, I understand, but so I am mid-fat. On a scale of one to one infinity, to fat, you I'm are in the middle. middle. You're somewhere in the middle. I think, <laughs> yeah. okay, there you yeah. go. That's cool. He's a bell, It's a bell curve, people, and Vinny's uh, belly is that bell curve. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not your favorite fat host, then I'd be offended. But. Correct. All right. Carl, this one uh, is going to take me right back down to earth. Which yeah. joke I missed it? What did he? What uh, was he making last funny week for? I made fun of you having pissy sheets at your meetings. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And then you no sold it, and I s- continued to press on with it. And he said it was the dumbest thing he's ever heard. So, all right, I got a Noted. couple. Uh, I got a couple voicemails for all us right, here. Go ahead. Hey, Carl, uh, watch from Indiana. I just wanted to call in and congratulate you for being so brave and finally coming out of the closet. You know. Uh, it's a hard thing to do. You can turn your, you can really turn your life upside down. And uh, also, it's July. When are you going to Gary Hackburger? We're waiting. Don't call me back. Why did I play that? Hold on a second. There's got to be a better one out here. Why did you play that? There's got to be a better one than that. You wanted to point out again more reasons to vote for it. Hey, Carl, Charles, LDP. I've got a creep nomination for uh, creep alert or whatever the fuck it's called, and that's Vinny. For tricking so many people into voting for Joe Biden. Yep. It's not the first time it has happened. We did that joke. Call me back. All right, one more. What's up, Carl, you childish faggot? (laughs) This is for your edification. A pedophile is an adult who is attracted to children, knows it's wrong, doesn't act on it. A pederast is an adult who engages in sex with children therefore carl you're a pedophile and vinnie paulino is a pederast jesus no no <laughs> no no sir it's, i didn't know where that was going your definitions may be correct but your examples are wildly yeah, wrong that, that one got away for, at the end there yeah. holy shit you were 50 percent right. correct there sir 50 percent correct holy cow uh you got any more Nope, that's all I got. All right. Should folks. we do? Um, let's. I think there was a one or two yeah, super chats that came in, and then we'll uh, get uh, 
to a parade. Oh, we got a bunch, actually. Okay. Uh, Andre Chicatello. He wasn't a boner guy. Thanks for the two Are you a boner cage. guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. Uncle Sammy Boo, thanks for the four ninety nine. says, when are you creepos going to post the autopsy photos of the dead kids from Vinny's Creep on your guys' Patreon? Yes! Good idea. I mean, no. That's no. Uh, please send the pictures of your feet as a child, and I'll put them up there. All right. And a little picture of me as P.T. Barnum. Step right up, folks. Sounds, Come on up. Let's look at the good, mutant buddy. feet. Sounds good. Lobster foot, everybody. Come on up. Step up and <laughs> lobster, see lobster foot. Lobster foot. I don't even know what that means. Daylot, $2. This sounds like a History Channel World War II show. It sure does. Yeah. Don't you love that? And by the way, let me just say this. I'm sorry to have to go back to the contest part, but dude, you go, well, I'm going to school you on my presentation. All you did was clip up a documentary and show it. I did a pretty good job presenting it, though, didn't I? I mean, it's a 45-minute long documentary that i squeezed down and, and made uh, compelling and interesting oh fuck yourself. hit all the important parts Dela, thanks for the two bucks put it on an episode of the creep after on the wheel do, do an, an episode. episode of the creep after on the wheel so we would have to do our own after show it's hard pass is that what Dela says he think that his job is so difficult that would be a consequence for us i'd love to explain to you how great of a job i did after the show yeah Send him the link. Uh, Bill Loney, Trucker Andy could use an apology for his podcast. Yeah, he should use that apology, actually. It's fucking ridiculous. And actually, I saw Christian Blatt in the comments say he she uh, should have used a ukulele while she was doing making that video. Would have been better. Uh, Uncle Sammy Poo, thanks for Don Knight, says, you guys missed my last Super Chat. No, we didn't. No, we just didn't get back to it. But thank you. If you think that we missed your Super Chat, Super Chat us again. Just keep super chatting us until we read all your super chats. Hold on one second. I want to make sure I put up the proper link because he put it in here for the uh, creep off. Oh, you today. did. Okay, let's yeah, let's find that. So yeah, people can find can find the after show where Dela and Bill Loney battle it out again for us. And I'm Team Dela all the way. Dela, post it one more time. Fuck us. Uh, I forgot to start. All right. We're too popular today. There's too many comments to go through. All right. Uh, you know what? One I never play enough. Do you remember the metal scum parade no, theme we got? I don't know if I do. Let's just pop it back in for fun. It's, Let's go. it's quick. That's awesome. It is pretty good. Okay. I don't remember that at but all. But you know what, though? We need something a little easier to get into it. And uh, let's do this one. Because Vinny's a creep. And Carl's a weirdo. I'm not kidding around. They're both degenerate psychopaths with no business in a civilized society. And they're going to take you on a scum parade. Can I start off? Oh, go ahead and flash the URL up there. I see it. Uh, uh, there it is, folks. At the creep after. Always good to make up words in your URLs. Always a good idea. So... If you don't mind, I'm going to start off our scum parade today, something I don't normally do. Carl, you did. You actually brought I did. A video. Now, before you play that, let me just read the note I got from Joey Cornelius. He says, hey, dude, this is for the creep off this time. He writes to me from time to time for uh, the various shows I do. A guy who lived a couple streets over from me and would come into the liquor store I worked at when I was 21 just got arrested for buying and selling human remains, was sleeping with skeletons, and had an AK-47 four frags, and body armor in his apartment. Also served a prior prison sentence for explosives. Dude always came in with a great attitude, though. Seemed like a meth, meth head for sure, but jeez, what a fucking creep. 
check out this news story, Betty. This is a, a listener to the show, a guy he knew. All right. Hold on, I got the clip right here. I'm making Vinny work hard with no, uh, that. This is the criminal complaint, which showed a little bit more about what agents found inside of the home. First, let me tell you about the suspect. His name is James Knott. The FBI raided the 40-year-old's apartment yesterday morning. Agents found as many as 40 skulls, rib cages, hip bones, all human remains. They were all over the suspect's apartment on Love Avenue in Mount Washington. This is all according to that criminal complaint I just showed you. One of the skulls had a scarf around its neck. Another was on the very bed where not slept, agents said. Agents accused not of buying and selling the human bones online. Some of the bones, they said, were stolen from a mortuary in Arkansas. They also mentioned the large number of packages not would get at his place, something his neighbors told me they thought it was weird too. But we never knew what was in it. I mean, <laughs> it just shocks me. And it shocks several of their other neighbors as well. Investigators say not use the name William Burke to sell the remains online. It was social media that helped confirm the case against him. The documents say not was dealing with another man named Jeremy Polly. He was out of Pennsylvania. When they searched that man's home, they found human skin and organs. The network they were a part of also included the manager of a morgue at Harvard Medical School. The agents found a Harvard medical bag inside of Knott's apartment as well. Whoa. I love, I love that they interviewed the neighbors and they're like, the neighbors were also shocked by this. I'd love to meet the one guy just like, yeah, I had a feeling there were a bunch of human remains in those bags he was getting delivered. I had a feeling. I Is knew it, all along. I knew it was bones the whole time. I yep. told my wife, didn't I tell you, honey? He had uh, 40 skulls in his apartment. Human skulls. I know we usually wait on Super Chats, but this one I feel like I'm going to throw up. Uncle Sammy Poof, thanks for the down to 99, <laughs> says to Carl for a trip to the orthodontist. All right, that should cover the gas. Thank you, sir. Good, good, Much good. appreciated. All right, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. So, guys, uh, continue to send in your creeps to us, especially if you know the people. Hey, uh, what's Carl's P.O. Box again? In case anybody has anything they want to send him. Whoarethese.com. You can find the uh, uh, address for that. Great. Are you ready to hit up some of the stories I sent you, Carl? Yes, I am. Because that's fucking crazy. Please, again, send us all that stuff. We love it. Uh, let's start with the principal at a middle school in New York, Carl. Mm -hmm. Daniel Erickson, he's 55. He allegedly started to communicate on Snapchat with a 16-year-old student and allegedly, and allegedly made statements and eventual overt actions to indicate he was going to engage in sexual conduct with the minor. Now, Unlike the pedophile hunter videos and things like that we've done in the past, this was actually one of his students. Right. This is my problem with all those videos where a guy shows up to Walmart to meet up with a 14-year-old. There never was a 14-year-old. In this case, meeting up at the McDonald's, there most certainly was a 16-year-old girl. Now, he had been, allegedly had been talking for about a week before they scheduled a meetup on July 7th. Erickson is accused of making multiple attempts to meet with the girl, including by going to her home. Honey, why is the principal here? <laughs> it's a bold move. Why did he bring flowers? <laughs> yeah. This thing blows my mind. On July 5th, deputies learned about Erickson's alleged intentions to meet up with the teen and said that there was no further risk or harm to the juvenile female after that point. In a news briefing, 
The sheriff said detectives went to where Eric said and the teen were supposed to meet. And Eric said arrived and reportedly brought condoms, a McDonald's Grimace shake, and some chicken nuggets. Who doesn't get horny after some chicken McNugs? Now, he brought condoms, which tells me he's responsible. So I appreciate that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, the S on the end. They keep those laying around the offices in the schools. You could just grab a handful on your that's way out. That's true. That's true. I don't know that you need more than one, though. <clears throat> Girls that age rarely want to go for a round two. Or so I'm told. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't know that you really need to bring multiple condoms. Good point. Great points. He was arrested and charged with luring a child and attempted rape. He's being held without bail. Now, the, uh, the uh, superintendent said that he has been with the district for 23 or 24 years, that he's worked as administrator for 20 years, and that the school district is very disturbed about this allegation. Yeah, and I, personally, I'm shocked that someone who chooses to work around children is also sexually attracted to them. That's never happened before. The other night after yeah. the board teacher show. Oh, God. All right. Should we talk about that? Because I went on the Drew and Mike show last week and talked about the board teachers podcast, which is teachers off duty. And uh, I did that because they were coming to this comedy club that we are in right now this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Vinny was none too pleased that I uh, was calling them out before the shows. But now I said, it's, could it's... you wait till the week after till they're gone, Carl? <laughs> now that it's coming, God, you go ahead, please tell us. Well, I'm not going to tell you about them, but I'll just say this about them. Yuck! They, they were hilarious. It wasn't hilarious, Vinny. I was in the back of the room going, what the hell is he supposed to be? <laughs> At one point when there was a, a guy, a male teacher who's three of me, that makes him a veto and a half. <laughs> Veto point five, gross. Comes running up to the stage with a towel over his head while they're playing hot for teacher, and everybody's jumping up. Oh, the fat guy's gonna dance. I find that offensive. I like it when you do it in your act, but yeah, it sounds like that wasn't very good. He's ripping me off. <laughs> now, Vinny, Hack! I'll just say one thing that you <laughs> you told me about these shows. Okay, I because I, I found this amusing. Oh my God, Carl, please. So this is a show where it's only attended by teachers. Because similar to police officers, they can only talk to each other. It's always work talk. They can only relate to each other. Teachers are the same thing. I've experienced this in my in my life. Teachers get together and they just blah, 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 blah. You know, they think that they have all these war stories and shit. So they come out to see these comics who are also teachers and they don't even pay attention. They talk amongst themselves. They're bad comedy audience because they can't stop fucking being the center of attention for two seconds. Let someone else talk. It was infuriating everything about it was the one thing the teacher should know is if you're an audience member to shut the fuck up and pay attention i was standing in the back of the room in the gorilla position and i lean over to jake the uh, show manager and i go you want to flick the lights or something what are we gonna do with these fucking people (laughs) we're gonna need your attention now please the show has started five minutes ago can I please have your attention? They were so unbelievably <laughs> loud and obnoxious. Did you say you were standing in the gorilla position? Yeah, it's a, it's, it's back behind the soundboard and all that stuff. It's called the gorilla position. Oh, I was just picturing you like this. Like... <laughs> You're all confused. I'm just fucking <laughs> jumping around like an asshole. Oh, that's great. Oh, shit. So either way, they were terrible. But after the show, I had done uh, uh, Zero Dark Tony's live stream. I had a lot of fun with that. It was very fun. We watched... Uh, Little people, little female boxing. Oh, cool. It was a lot of fun. That is fun. You can find that on his channel if you want to watch it. But uh, I had walked out after this show had let off. I was in the studio and I came out and I was talking to a couple of our servers who are friends of mine. 
and we were all just standing in front of the place. And it was late, and they were throwing everybody out at this point. All the real drunks were still there, Carl. You know how that goes. Sure. Yeah, they're all just hanging out. And uh, this one lady is very clearly like a divorcee. And she's talking to the sir. She's like, ah. And I'm standing there, and I see her. She just starts talking, and she brings up out of nowhere, I've been divorced. And, you know, I got to tell you, now I see some of these kids that I taught, and I'm like, God damn. Oh, she starts just getting all loose-lipped with it. Oh, boy. And I start saying stuff like, oh, you should have struck when the iron was hot. <laughs> and the servers are fucking cracking up. You could have taken that me. kid's virginity. You <clears throat> fucked up. You done fucked up. You could have done us a real service, honey. <laughs> but she was so drunk, her sister had to come and get her. It was something else. But, yeah, those teachers, they think about it. They definitely think about it. That was my point before we got sidetracked, is they definitely think about it. I'll wow. remember that lady till the day I die now. Wow. Sorry, we went off on that tangent right there. I just rated vetoed the show, but I thought it was worth it. I'm tired still from the gorilla thing. Okay. You want to go to Colorado, Carl? Yeah. I don't know if this is the dumbest excuse I've ever heard or the most brilliant. I still am not sure. I love it's, it, though. It's, I do, too. This is, this is pretty solid. Zachary Francis Santi of Muncie, Colorado, was charged following an investigation when the mother of his uh, infant child discovered bruises. Okay. The baby was taken over to his house for an overnight visit. Okay. He calls the the mother in the middle of the night and says the baby's crying, being really fussy. I'm going to bring him back over to you tomorrow. So when she brings the, when he brings the baby back, the mother's changing the kid's clothes and notices bruises over the arms and the neck. The kid's crying, not doing well, and she says to him, "Why is our child covered in bruises?" Yeah, good question. And he said, "Well." You know, I don't know. Maybe the baby was sucking on his own arm or something. I don't know. Did he sleep weird? Then he goes, oh, you know, I think my apartment's haunted. It might have been a ghost. There it is. It might have been a ghost. Like, he was going down the list. He goes, oh, yep. I know you what know it what? was. You know what? Silly me. The way that it slapped, that doesn't make any sense. It was probably the poltergeist. Yes, it was probably the ghost. Right. I remember the other day, I thought somebody poked me in the ribs. Maybe the ghost is just poking the baby. He did say that specifically. Correct. Yeah, that was his. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And just very matter of factly. So the mother calls the doctor's office because she's obviously not believing this, but she's just like, whatever. I got to take care of this kid. Goes to the hospital. Eventually, they discovered that this child had a broken leg. Oh, boy. Fucking ghosts. Fucking ghosts. <laughs> they're, they're a real problem, those ghosts. Yeah. So either way, he's under arrest and uh, he's on a $99,000 unsecured bail lease. So. He got out on bail. A kid's leg is broken, and he's blaming fucking Casper. Well, and the mom is pretty sure that it wasn't a ghost because I guess he's not great around babies. So one of the things that they said that he was yeah. doing. Let's point this out. Was when the baby would cry, he would mock it and cry back the way the baby. Oh, yeah. Wah, 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 wah. And the fact that he, A, says that a ghost broke its leg, and then B, is mocking the baby to its face. Give this guy a Netflix special. This guy's a fucking riot. I love this guy. It's hilarious. Yeah, maybe the ghost got the little crybaby. Is this Michael C? How long has it been since we see Michael C? Oh, hey, Michael C. Vinny Chinny, the People's Hut. Yes. Nice to see you again. Oh, God. I missed that. Thank you. Yeah. If you don't believe Satan exists, that is a ghost man, but an evil force in reality, then ask yourself how a human could do such a thing. Well, I think humans could do horrible things very easily. Yeah, it's called crystal meth. Yeah. Human nature is not great. 
like the first thing when we do something really horrible is not like, oh my gosh, help them. The majority of people, the first thing they think is, how do I not get in trouble for this? Drugs are bad. You shouldn't do drugs. All right, Carl, let's go down to Florida, shall we? Yes. Okay. You know what? For the old time's sake, I'm hitting old drops. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Oh, there it is. A knife-wielding Florida woman stabbed three hospital employees as she removed her three-day-old infant from a ventilator Thursday Jesus night. Jesus Christ. That's a mouthful. Now, for headline. those of you who are fans of the show, one of the things you might realize is that sounds like the story you would end with. Yeah, no, it gets worse. Yeah, Kendrick Green was arrested on suspicion of two counts of aggravated battery with a deadly weapon, one count of simple battery, and one count of aggravated child abuse. She had recently given birth to a newborn from the neonatal intensive unit, the NIC unit, at Palms West Hospital. Vinny. Yeah. That sentence. She had recently given birth to a newborn. Yeah, I know. Uh, I should have added it. Should I? Uh, I think. Okay, anyway, sorry. Keep going. Okay. When she returned Thursday to take the child, uh, she tried leaving with the child after removing the baby from I left something in there. Can I just go in and grab it real quick? I was, I was, no, you, you remember me. I was here a few days ago. I left yeah. something here. Let me just yeah. go grab it, and I'll be out of your hair. So she goes into this room where the ventilator is and pulled the ventilator tubes out of this baby that's premature. Sounds like a bad idea. I don't know if she's trained for that. Well, she's not. And the staff who witnessed this happening said she did it in a very rough manner. Now, the three employees tried to stop her from doing this, and they got stabbed for their trouble. They were all injured. They were treated for non-life-threatening no, injuries. I want to point something out, Vinny. Healthcare workers have very difficult jobs, and I praise them for the work that they do every day. I cannot do it myself. Woman with a knife should not be their problem. They should be able to let that person go. That person wants to, to murder me? On your way, ma'am. I think they were probably just so shocked. They were trying to, you know, stop her from hurting the baby. It says in there that they're told that they have to try to stop the person from stealing the baby. Oh, people are always trying to steal fucking babies. Who fucking wants one? What do you What do you want to do? Go to the park and play catch or something? This is what I say. Just get a ball. You don't need a baby. You want a baby so bad? Save up your money. Save up your money and buy one. That's what I say. Don't steal it. Well, what do you Fucked think up. they get the baby to sell you? Well, right, exactly. So if you're going to be on the black market, at least be a buyer. Good idea. Now, here's the fun part. That's a good point. DeWired Christian says wounds mean more cash for the hospital. That actually makes a lot of sense. So (laughs) fight, fight, fight. Right. So they're just like, hey, by the way, if anyone's running around with an axe, make sure you get in their way. (laughs) And I feel like hospitals uh, give you like a really shitty employee discount, too. Yeah, probably. Like you get 10 percent off stitches. No, you get uh, the eighth night free or something like that. Oh, that's even worse. It's not great. Not worse. So fortunately, Kendra dropped off the baby with a family member after she escaped with the child, which is very strange. Hey, listen, uh, could you watch this baby? I got some things I got to do. Dude, this is a, this is a comedy of errors, what this woman did. She, she rips this baby away from what's keeping it alive. Yep. Attacks three different healthcare workers, stabs all three of them. Yep. 
and then just brings the baby somewhere, and then she goes home. And saddles it on a fucking relative. And then she just goes home. Where, by the way, they find her. (laughs) She got arrested. Well, no, but then it gets even funnier after that, because she tries to flee. Yes. Green was found by authorities in her home before she allegedly fled in a vehicle. She crashed and was arrested after fleeing into a canal. Into a canal. (laughs) Fucking retard. Take to the seas. See, sometimes that that Waze app will get you. You got to be careful. Oh, my God. I love this show. This show is just the fucking funniest. I'm guessing that Lifetime won't be making a movie about this woman anytime soon. Definitely not. Probably not. Oh, Michael C. is in chat on subreddit surfing Wednesdays at 8. Sometimes. Tuesdays at 8 this week. I was going to say, yeah, sometimes Wednesdays at 8. This week it's Tuesday. And by the way, can I tell you who? I'll tell you who our guest is our guest is tomorrow who's it gonna be uh last week it was croge folks yep this week tukey's coming by again oh the tukester tukester's gonna come and hang out i thought cardiff hated tukey i know that's why i booked him smart just (laughs) i love to causing dissension with my co-host i don't know if you've noticed i have all right carl where do we start with our final story i'd rather not even talk about it i couldn't read this one okay well, here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to I have figured out a way to tell this story without completely horrifying everyone. Great. OK. Maybe I did. not This is where I remind Vinny that we do a comedy show. And he forgets. Because he hates cats. I love cats. Obviously not. But look at that smile on your face. A certain 22 year old named Thomas William Martell in Chicago didn't really like cats very much. Actually, he did. He loved them too much. But he really loved to murder cats. Right. And I'm not going to tell you all the heinous, horrible things that he did to cats. But I'm going to tell you this. A cat is not a burrito. Correct. It's not a gas station burrito. You do not treat a cat like a gas station burrito. And also, if I'm this guy, Thomas, I wouldn't put enjoy killing cats in my Tinder profile. You're not going to get a lot of girlfriends that way. Unless you just find Mrs. Wright doing that, and then it was worth it. Now- how do I put this? I mean, you might as well read it now. We've teased it. In that I way. don't want to do the. I'm not going to do the whole thing. I just explained a couple of things. This guy, every time his mom or they would have a cat around, he says since he was eight years old, would kill the cat. Yeah. And then what he would do was find a cat that looked like the cat and bring that one home and replace the cat that he killed so his mother wouldn't catch on that he was doing this. He has a girlfriend. He starts asking the girlfriend for money to buy fucking cats because all the cats are fucking dying and he's replacing them. She figures out that he's doing this. Right, Carl? She does. She figures out in horrifying ways, finds out he's doing this. Well, because he's one of these guys who has to film every fucking crime they're performing. So as soon as she unlocks his phone, there's video evidence of it. Yeah. You need to keep your password on your phone private, folks. That's... Especially or don't film yourself committing felonies. That's also a thing you could do. Uh, There's a couple things you could do there. Martel was released from detention after posting the $75,000 bond, but he has been arrested. He was blown in by his chick. And folks, do not hurt animals, please. Honestly, Vinny, I think they should microwave this guy. I think that would be the right thing to do to this asshole. I don't disagree with you. All Tie right. him up. Throw him in the middle of the thing. Let it spin. Yep. Do they have microwaves that big? They have to have microwaves that I'll big. I'll build it myself. How are you going to do that? I'm very uh, 
In Come two. on, improv, Carl. How are you going to do it? <laughs> improv, Carl. Uh, what I'll do is I'll buy eight, eight different microwaves, uh-huh, and then I'll combine uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. them. Uh-huh. So they're one big microwave. Hello, I'm Mr. Microwave. I have the eight microwaves you ordered. <laughs> Quick, Carl. Yes, Ed. Quick, Carl. <laughs> Let's do more improv. I think I agree with the uh, principal uncertainty. This show's going on way too long. Uh, Dayla, thanks for two bucks. Cat Lives Matter. Agree. Uh, folks, vote at thecreepoff.com. Carl, once again, tell everybody what's at stake this week. All right. It's four to four. So this is game point and match. Whoever gets the point this week will win this round. And, of course, the other person has to spin the wheel. Now, if I win, if I win, I still have a consequence that I have not fulfilled, nor can I fulfill it. So if I win this week, if you vote for me, I'm going to let you, the listeners, decide my consequence. If, however, Vinny wins, which would suck, I will spin the wheel twice. And how do we know that you're going to do the two consequences you get, sir? Because we took off the consequences that are impossible for me to do. That's okay. how we know. I've done every other okay. consequence I've ever had to do. Okay. I've, I've done okay. it. Relax. Relax. Just calm down. No, because I, you down. like to feed this, this narrative. Down. Just calm down. You got this narrative you're trying Nobody's to feed, trying to feed over you here. A Nobody's trying to push I don't narrative. do my consequences. Carl, we don't push narratives I told you here, since buddy. day one, I'm not driving to fucking Gary, Indiana. Relax. Calm down. I just want to make sure, you know, if we, if we go with this, that, you know, you're going to do what you say you're going to do here. That's all. Just making sure. It's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. There's one more super chat that came in. It's pretty funny. Uh, Michael C says, sleep with Trisha Paytas ah! on the wheel. (laughs) Going on the wheel. You got to fuck Miss Piggy. All right. We'll find out what happens on Monday, folks. Tune into the creep after. And uh, I guess we already said the catchphrase. Goodbye.